Hey everyone, uh, welcome to Real Talk episode 4. I'm Todd, this is AJ, hey. coming at you again. So, excited to be here, yes. excited to be hanging out with you guys. I want to give you a disclaimer right at the beginning. As you can tell, maybe you can't, but my voice is struggling today. Been a little sick, I'm going to try not to cough, but if I do, please forgive me. Uh, other than that, how you been, man? I've been doing good. I'm excited to be here, guys. I hope you guys enjoy this one. we got some good questions coming your way. So, You're starting to sound like a, uh, like a late-night talk show host. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's nice. You're getting pretty good at it, aren't you? Developing, one of those, uh, developing skills. One of those called, those infomercials, like, hey, I hope you enjoy buying a coffee cup. It's four bucks. <laughs> anyway, we are really excited to see you guys. Um, real quick, we'll talk about this at the end, but just in case people only watch the beginning, because sure. they do, which is silly. <laughs> you should watch the whole thing. Uh, we are going to be coming at you live yes. this Thursday. We said we're going to do a little different time this week, right? Was it 7? I think we're going we're to split the seven. difference. We're going to go 7. 7 p.m. And I hope you don't fib accidentally. <laughs> uh, 7 p.m. this Thursday, we'll be going live on Facebook. Come and join us. We'll be having a blast with that. Oh, yeah. Invite yeah. your friends. Invite your grandma. Invite your dog, whoever yeah. wants to come. Let's, let's try to break 30. We yeah. haven't hit, we haven't broke 30 yet. Let's try to get 30 people watching this live. Well, at the great. same time. Yeah. Yeah, something really sad. Like, total views. <laughs> I know. 30 yeah. and 30 at once. Hey, yeah. yeah, we'd love to see you guys. I'm serious. The more people, the better. Last week, I thought it was really, really good. Oh, yeah. Had some really good questions. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, I guess we should do one other official thing. Uh, we go to the Remnant Church here in Whitley County, Indiana, Columbia City, in case you're watching this. And, Cali or something, because yeah. <laughs> that could be possible. You never know. Yeah, maybe. Internets. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> internets. So, yeah, that's where we're from. And, and Real Talk started as a, it's a sermon series. We have an ongoing series at our church. And really the gist of that is, is that people in the congregation can, uh, on their phone, live, uh, we do it every 6 to 12 weeks, they can ask a question. It shoots into a database completely anonymous. We cannot find who they are regardless. And that's pretty much it. So we decided to kind of mix that concept with um, sort of the benefits that we've seen in our own personal relationship and our friendship with right. the people close to us. Well, we just have these kind of talks a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I know people have asked like how we got so close, us and some of the other guys, and um, and you know growth and all that. I think a lot of it comes from these kind of conversations where Agreed. we're just real. Agreed. So. The, you know, these are a mixture. Some of these are about us personally. Some of these are about the church. Some of these are about just the Bible and God. Yep. One of the things we like to say, too, is just so you know, you know, this isn't a, a prepped sermon. This is just two guys um, talking about Jesus and talking about the Bible and trying to give you our thoughts on things. So, yeah, uh, we add that disclaimer. Um, we hope you guys like this and share it. I uh, hope it blesses you. Ready to be official? Let's do it. All right. Hey, you want to go first? Sure, let's do, do this got? thing. <laughs> oh, we have some uh, questions that were already prepped from our yes. anonymous database, and that's what we're starting with. Go ahead. Awesome. So, how do we grow spiritually? Examples. How do we grow spiritually? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, well, I think, let's look at Scripture. You know, what does Scripture talk about? Um, well, one is we have to be in the Word, right? We have to, we have to be reading the Bible. If we yes. want to know what it is to follow God and to follow Jesus and what His expectations are and the way it's supposed to be in the kingdom... You gotta spend time in the Word, and we answered this question somewhat briefly yeah. um, earlier in one of these yes, episodes. Yes. A little different, but mm -hmm. I always think of Psalm one. I don't know if you remember this, where it's, it says, uh, "I meditate on your your Word. I'm like a tree planted by a river, essentially. Sure. Um, I'm constantly alive, constantly bearing fruit." So I think being in Scripture um, certainly is important. You have to be. You have to do that. There's something about that. 
A man cannot live on bread alone, but by the very word of God. What's the word of God? The Bible. Um, also prayer, yes. obviously really important. Uh, prayer is kind of confusing for people sometimes. Um, is that something that you ever struggled with, or something that was sort of? I've gotten a lot better with it, but when I first uh, when I first started to become a believer, I definitely had struggles with prayer. What was so hard about it? Because uh, I thought it was it, it was it had to be done a certain way. Like I was yeah. like, it has to be like like iconic. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how to do this. And like, I like how the way you always explained prayer, and it made a lot more sense for me. It's just like you're just talking to God. It's all it is. And like, yeah, I think it's cool because like it can just be any form. And like the the sooner somebody realizes that, the, the easier it gets, and the closer the relationship honestly becomes. And the pressure is taken off, right? Right. Exactly. Because then it's you want to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Which is cool because like even for me personally, like I know like you know there'd be times where you. You would ever ask me like, "Hey, you want to put us up in prayer?" I'm like, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like, sure. Yeah. You know, it's cool. It's a natural progression, and it's really cool. Like yeah, and it's a natural progression to being more comfortable. And the more comfortable you are, the, the deeper you go, and you know, the closer you get. So, you know, it's something that I've actually thought about, kind of branching off for just a second. Yeah, is do we as Christians sometimes take it for granted that people know what prayer is? So you come into it because we all know the concept of prayer, right? Like, oh, pray. But I think really knowing what that is. Is like we just like oh okay you said to Jesus all right man read your Bible and pray and then we just assume they know that and they walk off going what what is prayer mm -hmm. is that thou art right. you know what I mean as opposed to taking the time maybe even explain that you know right. like hey it's just this conversation I completely agree with him um, prayer is a conversation uh, Scripture talks about this numerous times bring your prayers and petitions to God um, come to me all weary and burdened and I'll give you rest mm -hmm. um, on and on and on so. There's something beautiful, right, uh, and real that happens there when we communicate yeah. to God. And he communicates to us through his word, and it's just this, it's a relationship, like you said. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of the things about it is if you were dating someone, yeah. right, or you're married, you would talk to them. And if you didn't talk to them, you would not have a good relationship. <laughs> you're right. You know, that's, that's pretty obvious. Uh, a third thing that I think helps you grow, and this is something I'll admit. I grew up in the church, and I was kind of that bitter guy, is going to church. Mm. Is scripture talks about this, you know, not neglecting to meet together. Yeah. You know, it's important to come together, to worship, to be pushed for accountability, to hear the word of God. Um, so if you want to grow spiritually, that's an important part of it too. And not just when you want to. Mm. If church becomes something you go to when you feel like it, who feels like every Sunday, whether you go to church in the mornings or whether you're, you're like us maybe in the evenings, who always feels like when going, right? I mean, you may not feel good. Exactly. The thing that always blew my mind, though, is that we will go to work when we don't feel like it, mm -hmm. but when we won't go to church. Yeah. And some of the excuses we use, right, if we if we told our bosses that, would they would be so lame. Our boss would be like, um, that's your excuse for not coming? <laughs> like, you have, you are sleeping? You know, right. or whatever else it sure. is. Sure, sure. <clears throat> anyway, those are the th three things that come off that I think are really simple. Yeah. That come right off the bat, right? No, I agree. Any other thoughts on 100%. that? 100%. Um, I mean, I think, you know, me personally on my journey, my walk, I know like I've definitely grown more spiritually when people challenge me mm -hmm. and people, you know, when you're, when you get around a group of people who are actually walking it out and, and asking the tough questions and, and following up on those things, like that's when you really start to grow too, you know? Yeah, being in relationships with other believers. Yeah. Um, which is part of the meeting together, but, but even deeper than iron sharpens iron, right? It talks about that and. Man, that's important. You're right. I love it. Cool. Ready for this one? Not yes. quite as serious unless it came up. This situation came up and it would be very serious. Oh, boy. This is a ridiculous question. 
was your favorite weapon in combat, or if you needed to enter into combat? And as we know, anyone that knows you, you love combat. Yeah. <laughs> AJ is the lover. That's yes. fine. Very true. Um, a weapon I would... I Somebody's would coming at you. You're in combat. You've got a magical thing that gives you any weapon you want. What do you pick? Magic. It can be any weapon. Any one. weapon. Has to be real. That's an odd thing to say. No, let's start with not real, because I'm curious what that would even be. Uh, there was this. There was this gun in Call of Duty. Oh, nice. It was. Uh, you know what it's called? What's it called? Oh, it's it's like a. It shoots like green rings out, and it's just it's ray gun. Oh, it's a ray, ray gun. gun. Nice. Yeah, ray gun would be awesome. Yep. <laughs> no, use a ray gun. Why? Really? Why? That thing is like one hit kill, man. Right. <laughs> I like it. Vaporize everybody. <laughs> talking realistic, the first thing that came to my head was katana. Nice, good choice. Light. You run out of bullets, you don't run out of sword. <laughs> uh, I also choose sword, unless I'm fighting a bunch of people with guns. Yeah. In which case, I choose a gun. Um, I realize I'm not real great with weaponry either, unless they're medieval weaponry. Mm. I'm a nerd and I just said I can't. Yeah. I choose sword. All right, moving on. What do you got? Uh, is generational sin a real thing? Am I affected by the sins my parents committed before I was born? That's good, man. Here's the thing with that question. Do I believe, um, you know, scripturally, do I believe, let's say, for instance, this is kind of a deep question, okay? This is my initial thoughts. Do I think that, you know, your dad does something bad mm -hmm. and it means that you're getting held accountable for that. No, right? Like, mm -hmm. if your dad murdered someone, that doesn't mean you're a murderer. Sure, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. However, if you want to look at generational sin, back to our original father, Adam, right? Mm -hmm. His choices, sin has entered this world. So in a sense that we are all born into sin, regardless. But it doesn't come from our, you know, our father. It comes from the very beginning and from ourselves. You know, we're born with that infection, that thing called sin that we can't yeah. fix on our own. Uh, the other thing I would say, so in that sense we are, not in the sense that we're directly held, held accountable for the mistakes that our parents made. However, and this is very, um, I don't know, very I don't know, deep and heavy, I think, a little bit. I do believe, in a sense, the sins of our fathers, fathers right, or our family affects us because of the effect it has on us. Okay, here's the example. So... If my parents are alcoholics and violent, mm -hmm. is that going to affect the way I grow up? Yes. Is that going to affect my personality? Yes. Is that going to affect the way I trust people? Mm -hmm. Is that that's not God punishing us for that? That's just the effects of sin, right? Mm -hmm. If you grow up in a home where um, your parents were very unfaithful, or they had a, you know, maybe your one of your parents left the other and, and yeah. had an affair or whatever, is that going to affect the way you view relationships? Is sure. that going to affect um, you know, the quality of relationships that you're in, your ability yeah. to have healthy trust, of course it is. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean it's permanent, but I think it's a, it's a, it's a heavy thing, you know? It is heavy. Does that yeah. make sense? No, it does make sense. So I, in that sense, it affects us. Not because God's punishing us, but because that is a natural consequence of those kind of behaviors. Yeah. You know, it's like if I punch you in the face, you're going to have a black eye, right? Like probably. That doesn't mean that, you know, you're being held accountable for the punch. That's just the effect of it. Right. So in a way, I, def I mean, that sin affects us. I like the way you answered that because <coughs> when I first initially read this card, I, I had a really like interesting thought of like, hmm, because it says like like 
Am I affected by the sins my parents committed before I was born? The first thing I thought of was like, DNA, genetics. And I was like, because when you think about it, like how, you know, know, you're made in the womb, and then you have, you know, the chromosomes from both, and it's like, I wonder if had that actually, you ever thought about it like that before? Like, when, because when you, when they, no, I'm intrigued. Right? This, this is, is the first thing I'm saying. Yeah. Right, it's weird. Like, like I thought about like how, because, you know, it's almost as if, like, because it says, you know, God made us. It's almost like, what if he took those, put those together for a certain reason? And then, but obviously, some of those are not always perfect. So, like, it's like, you know, they sometimes they'll say, like, alcoholism can run, like, long Oh, absolutely. Right. So, like, I'm, that's kind of what hit my head. No, I think that's a great answer, and I think that ties with it, right? Yeah. Like, sin. We wouldn't have disease if it weren't for sin. The nature of sin. We wouldn't have all of those bad things in this world. Yeah. That wasn't the way things were made. So absolutely, that's infected us, right? Like mm-hmm. that has an effect on us. So I think in that sense, I think you're right on. Yeah, there's uh, the first yeah, thing. Yeah, it's why. good. Man. Hopefully that answers your question. That's a great question. Yeah, because there are some people I know that actually believe that, and they take some verses and they read it as like that means because my father, um, you know, you you have that whole saying, an apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I'm going to become exactly mm. what my my dad or my mom was, and I don't think that's the way it is. Um, okay, here's a good one. And I, you know some of these. What are some of your, meaning our, dreams and goals for the remnant? And what are some steps that you're taking to reach those goals and dreams? Mm, I've got a already a quick one yeah, with that. what I'm working on. Yeah. Um, so I know I've always been passionate about music, as you know. And, um, I do. Yeah. Um, we... Are trying to kind of come up with you know like a, like a you know a musical venue really for people to come and you know join us you know kind of looking you know that that crowd of like you know from like you know twenty to thirty whatever you know they don't really you know if they instead of going out to bars you know why not come to a place like you know this you know where we should put on some music and you have a good time yeah. you know so just working on a musical venue um, as far as steps to take there we're already trying to get a show booked uh, in July. So if you guys want to come Either. out, July, it's probably going to be July 13th or July 20th. Those are the dates where I'm, I'm dead set on. Um, it's happening. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, I really like the name that I think is probably going to be set in stone. So we call it The Region. Come to The Region. That's right. I don't know why I did this, but we'll see you at The Region. <laughs> so, yeah, come to The Region. The Remnant yeah. Region. It's going to be awesome. So yeah. July 13th, July 20th. So as far as what we're working on, uh, me personally, that's that's my one of my biggest goals right now. And yeah, so come on out. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So the idea would be it's a way to serve young people mm-hmm. um, that maybe, you know, they're like you said, there's an age bracket that's kind of disenfranchised and mm-hmm. not connected, and they don't have a lot of options. So if you're not connected to church, for mm-hmm. instance, and sometimes even if you are, where are you going to go? What are you going to do to meet people, mm-hmm. to have some safe fun? So the idea would be to that this would be a, um, we would have this, I keep on saying the word revolving, but we would have this often, recurring, yeah. that's the word. It would be a recurring thing that we do, whether it's once a year, twice a year, yeah. and maybe eventually more than that. Right. Um, we have some dreams for even creating a space dedicated to that. And we're yeah. going to bring in uh, different types of music, concerts, shows, and you know, we don't know yet. It's either going to be free or really cheap. We haven't right. decided yet. Yeah. Um, and you'll come out and hang out, and uh, it'll be a safe place and have some fun. So I'm really excited about it. Absolutely. Um, and it's just a way for us to... S- Tangibly serve our community yes. and give something for these young people to do. Hmm. Uh, as far as other things, and I'm really excited too. He's doing a good job. Um, I mean, he's talking to agents, booking people. It's awesome. Right? I mean, yeah, it's it's a cool experience. Yeah. I love it. So I think what what else are we 
doing. Man, we have a lot of things uh, in the fire. We, we want to do a sports ministry. We have a very active church. Yes, we do. So what we would like to do, should I, I don't know if the cattle back so we steal our idea, whatever. We want to do a sports league. Okay, overall, big picture dream. A sports league that has a sport every season for churches and community members that can come and be part of it, and it's going to be safe, positive, fun. Um, not going to be, I don't know, see, this is why I should do these videos, Christianese. Like, we're not just going to spray paint something gold, you know, trash gold and call it Christian, and then we just we just want to be a good, positive place yeah. for people to compete and have fun. Because sure. let me tell you something, newsflash for some people out there. It's not sinful to compete. Okay, I think a lot of Christians have. I know when I became a believer, I've been an athlete my whole life. There was a yeah. lot of pressure that I wasn't allowed to compete. And even today, um, you know, he's competitive, so he must be mean. And so, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, whatever you do, do for the glory of the Lord. Um, That's right. So we're looking to do that, and we're talking soccer, dodgeball, basketball, flag football. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, and kids, adults. We're actually focusing on right away adult leagues because we already have ch kid leagues in this community. Yeah. Um, so we don't really want to compete with that, sure. but we certainly want to have, I mean, there's a lot of adults out there that want to have some fun and stay in shape. So um, we have the space to do it too. We have a long-term dream of building a facility mm -hmm. behind our church. Uh, we have a lot of land to do that. We've yeah. been so blessed um, and, and having rest and all that. It would be awesome. So we're looking to do that. What steps are we taking? We're already looking to start. We would have done it last year. It's a long story. Someone else was trying to do kind of a flag league, so we wanted to support them. It didn't really happen. So we're going to do that for this fall. Um, you know, we're just going to start rolling. We're already doing it. Um, our youth group, we already started that. We're re kicking that off. That's actually starting this week. Should be starting this week or next week. Um, and what else? I know we have 100 things. We have a, I've mentioned this before. I don't want to go too in-depth with it right now because details aren't done. We want to serve the foster mm -hmm. kids in this community. Um, I think I certainly didn't know. We have a couple people in the church that are directly affected. One lady in particular is very passionate mm. about fostering, and to see the impact she's had, oh, it's been, and oh, it's, it's incredible, man. And the challenges that they face. You know, yeah. these are they're kids that that sometimes have to sleep in an office because they're taken out that night, and they don't. There's there's some time before they're put into a home. Yeah, and they have to sleep in the office of their social worker. Sure. And man, what would it be like to have a building or a home? comfortable home dedicated for those emergency situations yeah. and we will take those kids in let them sleep there they'll be loved on until they're ready to go into their home That's right. um, so we you know we're already pulling the trigger on that working yeah. on that um, our, me our, our media presence yeah. we're not doing this for any other reason it may not seem that we want to bless other people That's right. and we want to reach people that may not get churched otherwise sure. so we're doing what are we doing real talk mm -hmm. uh, man we've got some really cool ideas for some videos that are going to be coming out in the next couple months right yeah I'm really excited for those um, I man, we can't even tell anything about it without ruining it. But super creative, super cool. That's right. I think you guys are gonna really enjoy it. Yeah, I've got the dream board. We got a dream board. Yeah, we we have uh, our building. We have a lot of improvements to do um, on our building, but we've already done a lot. Come mm -hmm. check our building out. You can see it. <laughs> Eleven twenty North State Road. Oh, one hundred nine. Isn't that the Come check us out. We we know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Eleven twenty. Come check us out. Uh, you think that's good? I think yeah, good. I think it was pretty solid. All right. What do you got? Let's see here. Just, oh, okay, no, that one. Why do you think there are so many different denominations? Some seem like they are close in beliefs, and some are radically different. So, is there a right denomination when Jesus is the answer? <coughs> why? Why are we non-denominational? Coming at us. Multi-layer. Yeah, we talked about this earlier. 
Do you want to, I don't want to keep talking, you want to nail this one first or you want me to start? Uh, well, why do you think there are so many different denominations? Um, I think there's so many different denominations within Christianity, and that's just because of, and like, you know, this is me speaking raw, but yeah, like, like, yeah. like, humans can be petty. It's so true. And, you know, I know, like, from, like, what you said before, like, like we just, like, took, like, this, like, sprinkles of, like, the smallest things. We're like, well, I, I disagree, so I'm going to go start this. Mm-hmm. And then it just... Finished off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think... I don't want to talk poorly about anyone, I think. Sure. But, but I agree. I think a lot yeah. of it started with something really petty. Mm-hmm. We think you should sprinkle water over someone to baptize them. We think you should be baptized three times, like, dunked three times. We think right. you should be dunked once. We think you... That's just an example. Sure. And that's not to make light of that. I understand some right. people that's really important. Um, you know, I think that's it. I think you said it. We are sinful, meaning mm-hmm. we are petty. Yeah. We get upset about things that maybe we shouldn't. You know, I don't think there's necessarily an issue um, with wanting to meet with people of similar thoughts on what's called secondary issues. Secondary issues, theologically, are things that, that don't change the crux of Christianity, the base of Christianity. Right? Yeah. Like, if you, you could disagree on these, and we, could, we would each still be Christian. Right. So that would be, you know, how many times you dunk, whatever, that kind of yeah. thing. Um, but the problem is sometimes people take those, and I think this is what this question might have meant, and they take those little things, these sprinkles, like you call mm-hmm. them, and they make them primary things. So and they're so like... So it causes division. Yeah, right? so instead of just saying, oh, cool, you're part of that denomination, cool, we aren't even going to talk about our differences. We both believe in Jesus. Yeah, or even, we should be in unity. Instead, yeah. we're like, you, I can't believe you. You, yeah. no real follower of Jesus would, would, I don't... You know, dunk someone three times. You know, whatever else right. it is. And I think, right. I think a lot of times people, man, they just—it's almost like we want division. Right. You ever notice that? It's like we want a bad guy yeah. as humans. It's weird. Even within the faith, it's like, well, I have to have someone that's worse than me. Mm, them, you know, right. and I'm gonna talk poorly about them. And it's like, ah, eh, you're missing yeah. it, man. Right. You know. It's also like, and like, I, I like this question though, because it's also really convicting for me because, like, sometimes, like. I'll think like you know take it even farther than just like denominations, but just like in like basic human life, and like like we do that a lot mm-hmm. with like other people. Like yes, we just we just look for things sometimes because it's yeah we want to fight exactly. It's so weird. Yeah. So so like you kind of like you said like we are sinful. So like in a sense, it's almost also not even surprising that that we've had so many denominations, and it can feel like that division is there. And it sucks. And it shouldn't be that way. You know, I think that's the part that drives you crazy. Is mm-hmm. is why does it have to be that way? Um, you know, why does it have to be? If we all believe in Jesus and we don't disagree on these primary things, then why are we? You know, why are we fighting? Right. Um, it always reminds me of this. It's uh, Galatians five, mm-hmm. um, fourteen and fifteen. Uh, For the entire law is fulfilled in one statement: love your neighbor as yourself. And this is it. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out, or you will be consumed by one another. And, and I think that's a lot of times what happens is we just spend so much time biting each other, man, and, and devouring, and, and Paul's saying, you better stop, or you guys are going to destroy each other, and this, you know, within the church. Yeah. And I really believe this. Uh, we have been a part of, man, this isn't going to be popular, I probably shouldn't say it. We've been a part of some Christian leagues and organizations or whatnot, um, which we've been blessed to be a part of, or we interact with other churches. And it, what always makes me sad, and we certainly, I said we're a sports-oriented church, yeah. so we're in a league right now of made-up of churches, and we're in a league that is not uh, yeah. a different sport. Mm-hmm. And man, it just stinks that I have more fun in the other one than the church one, and a lot of it's because it feels like so, 
you said petty. It feels like it's not like I'm playing with brothers and sisters. It's like people want to look out ways and go, oh, are you are you really a Christian? You know, I had a lady come up to me because I'm competitive, and I'm not going to say I'm not. Uh, I'm perfect. I'm certainly not. I can be intense. I'm passionate. You've played with me yeah. in many sports. But for her to come up and go, um, some people are wondering if you're even a pastor. Right. Be, and if you were to be in the game, you know, I'm over there being like, I'm constantly being like, great job, man, great play, because right. I love watching that kind of stuff. Sure. But, and I sat and thought about it. I was like, why would people even think that? Because I'm not, I don't know. You know, I'm not, it's not a sinful thing. I'm not yeah. cursing. I'm not attacking anyone. It's just, it's surreal sometimes. It's like a plague, man. Because like, like when I think back, like, you know, you brought like even like sports like I you know, when I think wider like I think of like you know uh, one of my favorite bands um, I know you, I've told you about it but like yeah. you know they were you know they're called Under Oath if you guys ever want to check them out they're pretty cool the older stuff though yeah stuff in it. <laughs> but but um, you know they were a Christian band for a long time and then you know their their lead singer's name Spencer he uh, you know he talked about how he you know when he was a Christian it's when he felt most alone in his life because he would try to go to you know, fellow Christians about, you know, his struggles in life, and they would just shut him down and be like, no, let's not talk about that. And, you know, but then he said he would find more solace in talking to people who didn't believe, and they would actually be like, let's talk about this. And that just caused so much separation from him wanting to even be a Christian, or he's not even a Christian anymore. You know, and that sucks, because, like, man, like... Yeah, and regardless of, you know, he's going to be held responsible for his decision, but I love, but that culture right. Is, is right. And why do you, have you noticed that? Yes. Like, already? I mean, even, you know, you've been... You said you've been a serious believer for what, a couple years now? It's yeah. Been, yeah. Yeah. So, like, what have you noticed that? I have. Um, it's like, it's so weird, man. Like, because, like, when you're within the church, like, you take us, for example, like, our, like, our congregation, it's so, it, like, it's fine. But, yeah. hey, but as soon as, like, it, like, like, another one's and, like, another church gets involved, it's just, like, a weird sense of tension. That's exactly no it. Yeah. And I don't understand it. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we can't, it's like the very fact that, an, that another church exists. Mm-hmm. Is a threat. It's weird. Yeah, you know, and it's yeah. like, man, there are plenty of unsaved people who go, we don't need to compete. You know, I don't yeah. really get it either. I think that's so good, man. And I think that it's the masquerade. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a hint for our media coming up. But I yeah. think that's it, man. It's that masquerade. It's that um, going with what you said with the singer. It's, I will talk about, hey, I've got this raw thing. And, and people are like, well, we're not, real Christians don't deal with that. Yeah. And it's like, you liar. Like, you right. are literally lying. And you don't mm-hmm. want to talk about his because then he might try to talk about yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The stuff that you're hiding under it. You know, yeah. we have no problem coming up and being like, you know, today I said one word of anger. Like, mm-hmm. I feel so convicted. Instead of coming up and saying, I am struggling with an addiction to alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like, I won't say that because there's this sense of like, well, a real believer wouldn't struggle with that. And it's like, that is such a, that's such mm-hmm. a lie. Yeah. You know, it's like, they, Paul talks about, we, we are on this journey of sanctification and coming more like Jesus. We are not arrived yet. No. I mean, all we're gonna be in this battle against our flesh until it's a lifelong process. Yes, and it just, dude, I love that you said that because it's that I'm so passionate about that. Of ah, like why, why? And I keep going back to what we yeah. said in Galatians. Um, Paul said, "Of hey, be careful, stop biting and devouring each other, or you're gonna destroy each other." And I think we're seeing that. We're seeing that in our modern culture. We're seeing why the church is losing. Ground yeah. in America because it's a joke. They're gonna love you by the verse before. They will love you. They will excuse me. They will know you by your love for one another. Right. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, all the commandments, the commandment can be fulfilled in this. Love your neighbor as yourself. 
Um, he says there, and it's like, we don't do that. So if I go up to someone and say, I love you, and they go, well, if that's what love is, the way you treat that other guy who's a Christian, I don't want it. Yeah. Is that how God loves? Uh, no, man. So anyway, um, why are we non-denominational? Uh, we just started that way, and we don't have a denominational head. Um, that's not anything. We don't, we're not saying that's the best way. We don't want to offend anyone, nothing like that. We're just non-denominational. So, so do you think there is a right denomination? No. I think that's a silly statement. Um, like, if someone were to say that, I think, as long as, okay, and denominations can be a weird thing, as long as we are in agreement on primary issues. So what are the primary issues? <clears throat> There's one God, um, that we are all separated by sin, that we cannot save ourselves, that Jesus Christ came to save us, mm -hmm. that we cannot come to the Father or be saved except through Him, you know, all those types of right. things. As long as we agree on those, then... The rest of it, when we get to heaven, it's going to be, you know, I feel like he's going to look at us and go, you made a big deal about that, day. <laughs> you know? Right. So I don't, I don't think so. Awesome. Um, cool. What are we running at here as far as time, do you know? 30 minutes. I just found out from a secret intern hidden in the back. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, I think I'll probably go ooh, a couple more. That's what's going on. Uh, let's look. Yeah, yeah, I'm out. Okay, so I'll go. Should I be? Man, I got, I got two. Should I go? Oh man, is sex a need? Hmm. No. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I mean, no. Um, and um, I think you know, there's a really big example is Paul. Is you know, he was never married. Never. Now, I, that's the thing though. Like, do you, is there? You had to back me up on this because I'm not sure. Uh, did he? Was there ever any mention of him ever actually having sex in the Bible? Or no, no, not. That, I mean, we, he wasn't married, so we assume right. that he didn't. You know. Gotcha. So yeah, I mean, you look at you know the role he played, and you know he never needed it, and if anything, he. The way he described it was like he was able to do more without being married. So like you know, and since that's a gift for only being married, like you know, I don't think I don't think it's a, a, a need. It's 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 a want. Like is it a desire? Yes, but only within the confines of marriage. Love it. You pretty much answered perfectly. A need implies you can't survive without it. Right. I don't believe that. Um, scripture does tell us. You know, here's the thing. You said it. Sex is God given, but only in one context. What's the context? In a marriage between right. a man and a woman. Um, that's the only way. So clearly God wouldn't give us a need, right? Mm -hmm. um, that we could only have a certain qualification. Yeah, in the sense yeah, of, yeah, yeah. So, you know, within confines of marriage, is yeah. sex important? Absolutely it is. It yeah. says that you're not even going to deny each other. But as far as being, you know, something that I could see single people being like, listen, this is a need. I've got to have this. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, man, you know, it's not. And uh, there is something about that. And also... Implying that it's a need. Now, now a natural desire is different right. than need. I believe yes. 100%. Yes. You know, neither one of us is married. We certainly have moments where we desire that, Absolutely. right, in our flesh and and um, so and a want. But that doesn't mean it's a need. And God, to, to imply that we have to have it, even outside of marriage, is, is really a mistrust in God. And it's implying that God cannot sustain us, cannot get us through it cannot be enough for us, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I, that's clearly not true. So, no, um, it is not a need. I would agree with him. Great question. I think I'll save the rest of these for next time. Sure. Um, 
Got anything else you can think of? I'm trying to think of anything else. I think we're pretty good. Yeah. We do have an interesting, a cool service this week. Yes. Um, we have what's called our worship experience. We have this, what, once a quarter? Once a quarter. Mm -hmm. um, I can't even really explain it to you except come check it out. Our service is, uh, well, we have a free meal before service every week. It's called our community time. Yes. It costs you nothing. You just come eat our food and hang out. We all eat. That's so right. it's not just pity or uh, anything like that. We, we want to sit down and enjoy community with yes. you. That's from 5 to 6 p.m. And our service, so the worship experience, will be from 6 to 7, 7, 15. And honestly, um, it's one of the most beautiful things we do, I think. Um, come check it out. What is a worship experience? Can't tell them without ruining it. Come check it out. I can tell you that the theme for this one is radical grace. Um, and I really think it's going to be a powerful time of worship and reflection and, and excitement. So come check us out. It's a great, great time to come check us out. Yes. This week, I don't know the date off the top of my head, but it's this, sun, it's this coming Sunday, um, come and see us, we'd love to see you. Other than that, we do have a website, www.theremnant.life, uh, we also are very active on Facebook, and if you're looking at this, you're probably seeing that, That's right. do us a favor, go ahead and hit like and follow, yes. um, we're not going to bug you, but we are going to share things that hopefully encourage you and challenge you, um, and like I said, we've got some really neat things coming as far as media in the next... Really, we're aiming for the next month. We're going to get one so. of these out. Yeah, that's right. Uh, other than that, a uh, reminder that we're going live this Thursday. I think that's the 21st. Okay. Right? Yes, today's the 19th. So February 21st at 7 p.m. We're going live on Facebook. Uh, be there. Be square. <laughs> uh, <laughs> other than that, I think that's about it. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you guys so much. Uh, we hope you enjoy these. Give this a like if you enjoy it. We'll keep doing it for the yes. time being. Otherwise, we'll see you this Thursday, February 21st, 7 p.m. as we go live and we get to interact with you live and, and in the moment. Uh, we hope you have a great week and God bless you.